Welcome back to the Spoken For Podcast. I'm Sean and Howard is not here today. So sad. But I decided that it was time to have a special guest on the show. And she's looking away. I'm not sure where she's looking. Are the flowers cute? Mom? Okay, so I decided to have my mother come on the show. Say hello to the people, Mom. Hey, people. What so, up? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, as a special episode, because why not? I mean, Mother's Day was a month ago, but I did talk a little bit about my mom. So I just wanted to come, or I wanted her to come on the show so we can do a little, you know, a little chit-chat about some of the things that we've discovered on our journeys together. It's okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm I, just being nosy. All right, so let me start by saying anything that we're talking about in this podcast, my mother and I have already discussed. We've talked about it. It is what it is. Um, So just leave me alone. If I say anything crazy, this is how me and my mama is. All right. Um, a little bit of a background or a little bit of the background information. Does that, did I say that right? A little bit of background information. There you go. For everyone, um, my mom and I, obviously, known her my whole life, she birthed me. At the ripe age of 14. So when I was growing up, her and I were really close in age. And of course, on my part, I was kind of disrespectful all the time because she was still my mom. But um, because we were raised kind of close together, it was just like, well, we're homies. But I didn't, I mean, she didn't treat me like that. She made sure she treated me like a parent. Right, mom? You can interject at any point. You don't have to just sit there. It's okay. Oh, yeah. You, you know, I didn't play your friend. You didn't start being my friend until you got grown and it wasn't nothing I really could say to you. So. Make sure you talk into the mic. Don't move. Oh, I'm you sorry. <laughs> You're fine. So, yeah. No, I tried. <laughs> I tried when I was younger to be her friend, but she wasn't trying to be my friend, which was fine because she was my mother. But we had a lot of fun together. So, um, I was born... And then my mom and I did pretty much everything together. I was an only child for a long time. For some strange reason, she just had to have another kid um, after I was already here. But it's fine because I love my sister. Love her to death. It was only eight years. That was a long time for me. And I needed to finish high school. Eight years of a... Um, Eight years of being an only child and the situation that I was in, being the only child around and all the things that I got and stuff, I was really upset when there was another one. I can believe it. But listen, Shauna, you had your own schedule and your own life. I even did. After, even as a child. Okay. I was a very busy, I was very busy, which is probably why I'm always so busy now because it's just in me to always be doing something. But yeah, so we were raised, I was in, um, we were raised... Um, you know, I was raised around my mom. My mom was always there. It didn't matter what was going on. Like, I remembered she would make sure that I had a nice birthday and she and my uncle brought stuff to school for me. Like me and my mom, we were always so we always had so much fun together. Which my, uncle? Percy. Oh, okay. You remember in first grade you brought that balloon, the Winnie the I don't know if you remember. I, I remember. I just didn't I didn't know who was with me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So so yeah, um, as life went on, I think huh, being raised in this situation with my grandma and my mom and my aunt, um, respect was kind of hard for me just because my aunt and I were also kind of raised as siblings, not really aunts and niece. So I acted like it my whole life, which kind of translated to the rest of my life too. And I thought I could get away with acting like that. Everywhere. Which means that she got too smart a lot of the time. 
Is that what that meant? Absolutely. Okay, well, apparently I had a smart mouth, allegedly. I don't remember. It's okay, though. You got it honestly. I thank you. I'm glad you can admit that. I, I definitely can. Who do you think I was listening to all my life? Listen, you act just like me. Oh, it's, I know. It's terrible. I heard about it all the time. It's, You're just like your mother. Yeah. Yes, I am. But anyway, so we, um, my aunt and I were also raised that way. So it was kind of hard for me to like draw lines and boundaries as far as respect goes. When I was little, I never called my mother out of her name, though. Like her name was mommy. And yeah, we're not going to go there. But anyway, so everyone else that I was around, it was a little bit different. But the good thing about my mom was she was always making sure that I got to where I needed to go. She always made sure, you know, she was just doing the motherly things. Right, mommy? Uh, yeah, of course. Oh, you were just staring. I thought you had something to say. Oh uh, no, you know, I, you know, I know, I know how to interrupt. You do. So, um, I think I guess I'll start with like the hard stuff, not the hard stuff, just the rough stuff. Is that okay? How about we just call it the past stuff? Because the past stuff it doesn't okay. really feel rough to me anymore. It's no, over. You're right. It's fine now. So in high school, well, my mom, so like I said, my mom and I were always so close. Um, my little sister came along. And of course, she was around too. But my mom and I had a special bond because I was with her all the time for eight whole years, mother. Eight years by myself. Eight. Okay. It's okay. She evened us out. She did what? She evened out the family. Because she's quiet and chill and we're not? Yeah. Oh, okay. You might be right about and that. And her father was quiet too. So, you know, it, it, had, made it, sense. it, it evened it out. Genetics. So, in high school, um, I was playing sports. I was doing a lot. Like my mother said earlier, I was always busy. I was never home. I don't even remember. I think every night I had something to do, whether it had been church or school. And on the weekends, I was probably never home. Or I was with my grandmother. So, either way, I wasn't around. Um, But... In high school, um, things started getting a little different. Mom, I guess I'll say. It's not a secret. I wrote about it. My mom went to jail when I was a junior, I think. I had to be 16. And that's when I got really, really sad. <laughs> I just didn't like living that much. It was, of course, I never said it out loud. And I never, like, acted like, I tried not to act all down and depressed. But I was really sad for a while. But um, that just me meant that I had to just try to be there for my sister, um, of course, my mom would call as much as she could. And I always, you, I didn't even tell you, I used to wait. I think it was a sad, Saturdays. I don't remember what day it was. I used to know. I'm like, ooh, mommy's going to call today. Mommy's going to call today. You always called. And she still tried to make sure she would call me before my birthday or whatever this stuff is. And I'm talking about years, not just the first time um, you went. I'm kind of jumping the gun. But she would always call me for my birthday. I would run to the phone. Be like, that's not my first. And I would know exactly what the phone number was and everything. So it was really cool. I mean, it was very difficult because she wasn't around but it was still so cool to know that she was just like she was like waiting she was just like I want to talk to my kids and I want to make sure my kids know like hey y'all I ain't going nowhere I mean I did but like I'm still here with you and I loved that I don't think I've ever told you that it made me very happy I love it too but you know I be thinking sometimes it's important for the people to know how you really felt okay well I'll tell them I was gonna get there I was just trying to ease into it. We know that the love is there now. Yes. But she ain't always loved me, y'all. Okay. So I've always loved my mother. Don't say that I've uh, well, I I'm didn't sorry. love she you. She didn't always like me. I loved you. But you had reason not to like me. Yeah, so I can't. There? Yeah, I can't. I can't. I'm not saying it like, oh, she didn't love me. And no. Oh, I, yes. I definitely gave you reason. And maybe I didn't intentionally. I know I didn't intentionally give you reason. You know, my reasoning for doing things was 
yeah. not correct. Right. right, right so, right. you yeah. know. But, okay, so let's backtrack because now people are like, what? What happened? So, um, how I really felt. So, I did. I always loved my mom. I think it. if anyone even mentioned my mom, I would get emotional because I really did love. I mean, I still do. But I in that, in that moment, I loved my mother. So, of course, I was hurt. Like, I'm telling you, the day that I found out, I was um, sitting in the hallway at school waiting for my softball game to start or finish, one of those. And Mike called me and told me. The first thing I did was get on K-Search really to just make sure you hadn't killed nobody because I wanted to make sure that I just saw you again in life. That's all. Um, so once once I was over that, I was like, okay, here goes this process that I had to start in my head with dealing with all this stuff because I'm just like, all right, maybe it was my fault because maybe that I think the night before we had been fighting because you wouldn't let me go over Desiree's house or something. Like you wouldn't let me sleep over and you weren't answering the phone and I was getting so, so upset so by that point, I'm just like, maybe it was my fault. Maybe if I, you know, would have called her or if I would have left her alone or whatever the case might have been, um, mom would be here right now. So as high school went on, um, I started to get really, really angry and really, really bitter because I felt like I was missing out on so much because my mother wasn't around. So I think when graduation happened and you weren't there, I was just like, oh, God. This is, I think that's when I was just like, I can't, how am I supposed to like someone that loves me so much, but is, has been, or is in this situation. And I didn't know what was going on. So of course in this at, at 18, I'm just thinking, I don't know anything. So I'm just thinking like, uh, how could she say she loves me and where she at? Like she was doing whatever. So is it love? And once again, y'all, I had no clue what was happening. So I'm just, I'm very young and very upset. So I start to get closer to other people. Um, um, my high school English teacher, thank God for her. She definitely stepped in and my grandmother tried, but that was very, it was very weird with her. <laughs> so she, um, I had my high school English teacher. I had a couple other people that I was close to that I no longer talked to, um, just be there for me in the way that I think I, or they thought that I needed, which was really cool. But the issue with that, when you put so much stock into other people who are not your parents, or in that case, who was not my mom, um, I kind of forgot that, you know, me and my mom had a relationship to begin with. But once again, it was out of a place of hurt. I was just so upset. And of course I was struggling because McKaylee not trying to like scare her or tell her too much because my little sister like my mom said earlier is very quiet like she's very introverted she just watches so McKaylee probably knows a ton McKaylee is probably seen so much but we will never know because McKaylee is not going to open her mouth to say it so when everything was going down you know we were trying to protect her make sure that she was decent she didn't talk about anything and still doesn't. Um, but I had, I felt like I was never mom, like in the mother mode. Cause I still had grandma and we had Danielle, but it felt like, okay, Shauna, you have to somehow like step up a little more, even though I sucked at it, um, for your sister. Cause if you're, if you think you're hurt and you're going through it and I'm vocal about it, I can even imagine what McKaylee was feeling. So I think that caused me to just suck it all up and just not, be sad but it made me bitter and numb so you would call and I'd be like okay hey ma what's up you good all right cool you would laugh wonderful well got a blast like it I don't know if 
if you recognize the natural progression in that. But it was just like, come on, man. I was so upset. But I'm okay now. So, you know, for me, on the other end, the same thing you tried to do for McKaylee is exactly what I did for you. Mm Mm-hmm which is why you didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. You was never supposed to know or feel the struggles I went through because Mm -hmm. your life was never supposed to be about struggle. Now, grant you, I didn't didn't realize that you having everything meant nothing if you didn't have me in the process. Yeah, and I've said that many times. And I told grandma the same thing. I said, you can give me all, you can give me a car. You can give me whatever. You can say, oh, you're so spoiled. You're so this. I don't care. You're choosing to give me all that stuff. I want my mom. I don't care about none of this. <laughs> Honestly. But anyway, keep going. Yeah. So, you know, and it took me a while to really, for it to really sink in. And to be honest with you, it wasn't really until the last time. Because, mm. you know, I was young too. So, you know, I was a teenager. So I was <laughs> <What>? still... <laughs> trying to navigate everything like fitting in and what i'm supposed to be doing and the baby and who who like like what when where why and all that and you know Mm -hmm. uh your grandmother and i I love my mother she's very always been right there but she ain't always been right there yeah 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 yeah. like you know (laughs) so you know, I didn't feel like I fit in at home, so I mm. had to find friends that I could fit in with. And she found them. And maybe they, and they probably weren't the right friends. And sometimes it takes for you. And you know, I'm hard headed. <laughs> I, I don't. Thanks a lot. You know, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm not. Not before. Not at the time. Now, yeah, but not at the time was I able to learn from other people's mistakes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My mind was just like. Hmm. I can probably do it better. Right. And to be honest with you, most of the things I did, I did do better. But oh better God, to the point like that you. it got me, that that better got me into a lot more trouble. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I wish I wouldn't have been so good at it. Because yeah. it wouldn't have lasted as long as it did. Yeah. But everything happens for a reason. Right. And it took all of that for me to realize exactly what was important mm-hmm. and who was important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once I realized that, then it didn't hurt so bad or it didn't make me mad when you were mad. Mm-hmm. That's why I used to ask you to tell me how you feel. I used to oh, ask McKay. I couldn't. I couldn't. I used to ask McKay, tell me how you feel. Tell me exactly how you feel. And I know you, I know it's probably a little scary because I'm telling you to tell me exactly mm-hmm. how you feel. Yeah. But I'm telling you to tell me that because I know that you're upset. Yeah. And I know that you're hurt. And you need to t- get it off. Tell me exactly yeah. how you feel. Yeah. Even if you feel like you're being disrespectful in this point, I ain't got no choice but to give you that. I think I might've got disrespectful at one point. Uh, and Cause I, I couldn't, I mean, I can't as a, once again, I, I mean, we're, I'm 25 now and you're almost 40. Y'all she almost 40. She old, but anyway, I'm 25 now. So it's like, now I know how to process emotions and stuff. But back then, you know, I ain't know how to process nothing. I'm just thinking in my head, someone has abandoned me. And so I think what was going on for me was like, okay, Don L ain't whatever, you know, where he at. I haven't seen him since I was 12. Mike gone. And now my mama is like gone too. So I think I was having so many issues of like abandonment and feeling like, dang, everybody's leaving me. And it's like, whoa, but wait, like, how does my mom feel? That's why I never told you how I felt because I was like, okay, she's already in a vulnerable situation. She's not home. She's locked up. 
If I sit here and tell her how sad I am, that's not going to help her at all. If I sit here and say, yeah, ma, you really hurt me, which I'm sure you knew. I know you wanted me to say it, but I'm thinking from this end, like I can't tell her that stuff because what if she does something crazy? Because I told her like I was angry at her. Like, so I didn't know, like, you know, I don't know what it's like. Okay. I don't know what it's like to be in jail. I know you didn't trust. You didn't trust me when I, when I told you to say it. No, not the fact that you didn't trust me. You were just scared that if Talking you told to me the truth, girl. yeah. You, it, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I, I gotta funny. keep talking in the mic. <laughs> so, I mean, I knew that if you, if I just wanted you to know that you had the space. Yeah. You, it was open. It was your floor. Yeah. You are in this. It, it, this is you. You got control over this. Yeah. And I appreciated that. A no lot. matter how you feel in this moment, you can say that. Yeah. I don't care if 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 you're gonna look me in my face and say, you know what. No, mom, this is a family show. Not tonight. Oh. You have your mother on here. There's nothing family about me, sight now. Y'all can cut that part out. Oh my God. Just <laughs> bleep it out. <laughs> it's fine. Keep but going. I mean, if that's what you wanted to say, yeah. I wouldn't have reacted in a place of anger. Yeah. Because I knew I deserved every bit of it. Yeah. And I definitely wanted to give you that space yeah. because we had always been able to talk about anything. Yeah. That and was, I don't, I didn't want yeah. you to think that that had changed. And, and that was the scary part because we were so close. Like I, I think of course you going to jail was what definitely, um, you know, severed the relationship. But when I say y'all, I used to tell me, I talked to my mother about anything. It could be that they changed the paint at school on the walls. And most likely I would have told my mother. Um, I wouldn't have told anybody else because no, but like we, we were really cool. So of course, um, my mom and I had no kind of relationship for a while, a long, long time. And honestly, it wasn't until recently that we've, we got really, really close again. Um, and of course, I, you know, had to deal with some things on my own. I had to just remember, like, you are human, you know, like we make mistakes all the time and it's cliche, but I didn't give you any grace because you were my mother. And because I thought she could, she would never do this to me. Right. And then when it happened again and it happened the third time, I'm like, okay, so you mean to tell me I was trying a little bit to make sure, you know, that I was. Well, I was trying to attempt to rekindle, get these things better. But how can I do that if you're just going to up and leave me again? So I like y'all when I say I, I barely talked to my mother. I barely like even when she got out, um, it was very hard for me to just just talk to her and be there because I felt like you had missed so much. I was like, OK, so um my favorite color is yellow now uh, <laughs> like uh I have a boyfriend <laughs> like, but you know at that point it wasn't your responsibility to reconnect it was my I, I had to put in that work yeah that was my job yeah. you were my child and I messed up yeah I can't sit there and blame that on you or expect you to keep coming to me like what mm -hmm. who does that come on now now I'm, I'm no that's really selfish and yeah. entitled yeah. I messed up. I'm the one that's got to do the footwork on this one. Yeah. I have to show you that my lifestyle isn't the same way and you don't have to worry about the next phone call. I'm gone again mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. I didn't disappear. No, that no. So, and that's the one thing I always try to tell people. Y'all have to understand you may have changed and you may have forgiven yourself, 
but you can't dictate the time frame mm-hmm. on the people that you hurt in the process. Yeah. You can't tell them, oh, I changed and expect them to be like, okay, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> All right. We can pick up where we left off. Right. It doesn't work like that. It, it, it doesn't. And so many people just, and it's hard. I get it. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's, it's real hard because you, you want to say like, you know, you want to, you want to say, I mean, you say it and you want people to understand it and believe it. And, mm-hmm. but it ain't that simple right. for other people because yeah, that thing called grace is a big thing. It is. And, and I didn't know how to give it to you. It's funny because it, I don't, I didn't know how to give people grace either. Yeah. I, it took me, you know, after getting closer to God Girl. that I realized exactly and, and messing up so many times Yeah, and realizing how many red flags he, and how many pianos he dropped in my way. And yeah. I still like Superwoman jumped over it or went around And it. somehow, yo, I was, every time you went, I would literally say, how in the world would she get around this? And how is she back at it again? Like, I was thinking to myself, mom, did you not learn the first time? Mom, did you not learn the second time? Well, the third time, they are keeping you up in there. I hope you learned your lesson this time. Like, I hope that's it. I, re- I remember telling McKaylee that. I was like, McKaylee, third times has to be the charm. Like, this has to be the one. And what actually got me to really start to think, not to think about rekindling my relationship with you, but when you went to um, the place that you went, you stayed there for two years. Um, when you went and I could tell, I'm like, okay, it's been a month. Okay. It's been three months. Okay. She's, she's, she's keeping up with her, you know, her little commitment to herself. Mommy is obviously getting better. And at one point I remember just, it just felt like I could just breathe because for so long, a lot of, I think a lot of my depression and a lot of the stuff that I was doing and going through was because I was so hurt and so so upset with you. So even grandma would get the grunt of it. I'm like, you know, my mom, (laughs) and I never said that to her, but I would act like that. I'm like, you're not Carly though. So, Mm. but it was just, you know, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that you went through the process to get yourself together because I know how important it was for you to do that for us, but more importantly for yourself. And it was I'm definitely, so thankful that you got caught up. So. It was definitely an inconvenient <laughs> blessing. Yeah. For but real. it was also needed. Yeah. I, I, I think I really, I really think sometimes God sits in heaven and looks down like, girl, I gave you all of that Yeah, for a reason, mm-hmm. but not this reason. What is wrong with you? Right. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But it's good. It's it's really cool. But on the relationship tip, which is what we were really here to talk about, um, the crazy or not too crazy, I didn't talk about my mom or post about my mom for like years. I didn't really mention my mom. Um, and we've talked about how she feels about this or how she felt about this. Um, you know, having other people that I would call mom and stuff. I know it got I know it just ate her little heart up sometimes. Um but in those in those moments, that's what I needed. However, what I was going to say about the whole relationship thing, I didn't because I wasn't close to her for so long, like I didn't really interact with her. It was very, very easy for me when I saw that you were doing so well, because I didn't know I didn't know anything by that point. I didn't really know um, what was going on. I really didn't even know what the like stipulations were for you to be at that place. And I didn't know that it was a like. I, you kind of told me that the program will help you and all that, but I was just like, all right, whatever. We'll see. Um, but it wasn't until, I don't even remember what it was. It might've been college graduation. 
It had to be the first one. The second one? I don't know. One of them times I graduated. Um, the first one. I was Stevenson. home for the second oh, one. Oh, yeah, because it was literally last year. Yes, thank you. I forgot when it was. Girl. I was there in my living Calm. room screaming, Yay, Shauna! Oh, my God. As I was watching the virtual. Yeah, I was there for I that. I forget. One. Okay, sorry, sorry. I made sure I was there for that. Sorry. One. And I just want to put it out there when you get this one, I'm going to be there for that one, too. I know you are. You are. And you have to walk the stage. I don't have to do anything but be black and die. Anyway, so. She's going to walk the stage, or I'm going to drag her across it. <laughs> I don't doubt that. So, um, oh, that's what I was going to say. Uh, because I knew that everything was kind of situating, you were getting yourself together. I'm like, let me try to start talking to my mom. Let me try to, and it wasn't that often, but let me try to at least be like, oh, hey girl. Or like reach out to her or post like a really old picture of us. I did that a lot on purpose. Cause I'm like, look at us, your young little 22 year old self with these disgusting wedding pictures of yours um but we were happy <laughs> that was not nice <laughs> sorry so i would start posting little things and i don't even know how we started talking talking again but it was probably after we had this kind of conversation but like offline i'm pretty sure we talked about this we laid everything out i probably cried a couple times i'm sure you also cried and then it was like wow i have my mom back and I felt so selfish because my little sister, once again, is still around. It's not like McKaylee is some foreign like person in another land. But my sister is not. A, I don't think my sister and my mom are, are as close as me and my mom are. But that's because my sister is, once again, a little hermit crab. And that's all. But that's because you was my role dog. McKaylee was my love child. I know. So oh, yeah. it's like two different things. Yes. Rolling up to school, listening to Gucci in the morning. Yeah, you know, you was my you was my sidekick. That was my, you know, you was my ride or die. Yes. Even though now, I don't know, I can't ride or die with you. What you mean? Because that day I sent you that text message about if the police call you, tell them I was with you, something, 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 something. And you No, okay, you have to understand. We're going to tell this story real quick and then we're going to move on because <laughs> you had to understand from my perspective <laughs> Uh, Y'all, she thought it was really, really funny for some reason. And she's still laughing right now, which I cannot figure out what is so funny. She sent me a text and it was like a chain or some sort of like prank thing. And was like, if the police call you, let them know that I was with you. Mind you, my mother has been to jail three times. I ain't get, I'm not a part of nothing. So at that point, it wasn't even a joke. Like, once again, mom, I need you to know I'm a ride for you. I will come. No, and obviously do not. No, no, no. <laughs> it, no, you, but you didn't tell me anything. I called her. It was like, yo, what's going on? What's going on? Wait, we can't even, I think I told her, I said, I can't even call her on the phone. She can't tell me nothing on the phone. They're going to track the phone. They're going to know. They're going to find out. How am I supposed to find out what's happening? So she thought it was a joke, but because of, my trauma, because of all the stuff that I've been through, I just, my first reaction and my first response was like, nope, because don't let, don't let Peggy find out. That's my grandmother, y'all. Don't let her find out. And then all of a sudden I'm caught up into some stuff with my mother. She would not, she would no. Mm -mm. So I hope y'all understand. There was nothing funny about what she did. She thinks it was a little jokey joke. And I'm still kind of upset that she thought that was something that she should do to me. 
knowing I mean, listen. that I was going to be anxious about something like Mm-mm. that. So you gotta tell the people that you like to run around talking about, oh, she baby gangster and all this. First of all, no, 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 I can't help you. You are so on your own. Mommy. If you can't tell me what's going on, you did in the water. And you I'm couldn't think, tell me. You didn't I'm tell me nothing. Like, Ain't this a mess? But you just went through all the reasons why you knew oh, I couldn't tell you. I know. Until I see you I face know. to face. You were first. You, the first thing you should have said was, uh, all right, Ma, I got you. I, but I'm I, on my way to where, where are you at? Because I'm on my way. Because we're going to need to talk. You see what I go through? Yeah. I, I just. I'm trying to figure it out. But so. you're not telling people how I've been telling you I'm gonna come handle some business for you. At all. This you point, at, no, I don't want to hear. At that point, you lost your gangster card. All right, whatever. So it's gone. Fine. Yeah, you are not baby gangster. Fine. Yeah, uh, whatever. I, I Stop. Son, my son probably would have rolled. My son would have rolled with me. No, your son would also been like, "What is going on?" My son would. My son would have. My son, <sighs> son would have been like, "I need to see you no, ASAP." But my son would have rocked with me. Whatever. So anyway, it's not fun. Not that I would ever hold up disclaimer. <laughs> I would never put my children in this position. Thank you for saying that. It was a joke. <laughs> it is. We are not being serious at the moment. Don't nobody call CPS, even or, though she's grown, or call Don't, me, or, or call, or, or even call me, <laughs> because it. No, it's. It was a joke. It was we a joke. Said it joke. like ten times. It was a joke. It was a Facebook <laughs> joke. Y'all see where I get this nonsense from? I mean, that's because somebody everybody be like, oh my gosh, your mother really would try to have you be her alibi. But you know what's so funny? When I do our, like when I talk about things, I say stuff that everything you just said, I would have probably said, but you beat me to it. So it's funny that you're saying this because the older I've gotten, the more I realize I am just like you. And it's not scary to me anymore. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I want to be like you because you're amazing. But it's just you literally took the words out of my mouth. Like I was going to say, hold up. And don't get it twisted. (laughs) She would not do that to me. It's really not. It's not that serious. But yes. So because of that, and I mean, that's kind of where we are now. Like, even though I had to admit, I didn't really like my mom. I've always loved my mom. And I'm very, 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 very proud of her. For, you know, everything that she's done, everything she's accomplished, man, she's one of, you're literally one of the smartest people that I've met. Like, when we were having story time, I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Is this, is this why I'm so intelligent? <laughs> this makes so much sense. Um, and she's done so well for herself. Like, I think I see my mom at least, if not twice, maybe once a week. Yeah. And we hang out and I sit on her couch and we talk and we laugh and it's great. And I'm just really thankful that we got to this point because I know like even teaching, there are a lot of kids and there's a lot of people you've come encounter with and we live in Baltimore. So it's not like it's that abnormal, um, who have a like a strange relationship, estranged, not strange relationship with their parents. Um, you know, specifically their moms too. Like it's really, it was really, really hard watching her go through it. It was really, really hard dealing with it too. And of course it definitely contributed to like the downside of us or the negative part of our past. Is that what I mean to say? You know what? If you don't never experience bad, how do you know good when you experience it? Yeah. Listen, she be spitting. You be spitting. You been spitting on here. I'm happy for you. Oh, have I? 
Yeah. I mean, I was just saying. That's no. I mean, that's how I that's how I make myself feel better about some of the things I went through. Yeah. I wouldn't be who I am right now. You wouldn't. Had I not walked through them them doors and done them roads. Yeah. So And it's beautiful to know, like there's I mean, I'm not saying that it's easy by any means. I'm not saying that, you know, just up and forgive people so that you can move past things. Because like mom said earlier, things take time. But I am very thankful that I can be and we can be a good example of how things can eventually be okay. Like how, you know, you don't always have to hold this this anger towards, you know, your family members, let alone your parents. You don't always have to. Or not always, but you don't have to be so hard up and so cold to them because they're still human. They still do deserve grace. Regardless of anything my mother has ever done, if there is one thing that I've learned, um, you know, from going through this and being so young and going through it as well, um, it's just like things happen. Like there is some nobody knew what my mother was going through in order to make sure me and my sister were okay. And nobody knew what my mother was going through mentally or what she had been going through all her life to even get to this point. And I didn't know. So you never know what someone's deep. Like it's cliche. Once Girl, again, you ain't know. I ain't know neither. Apparently. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I didn't know neither. When things start coming up as you get older, I just be so I confused. recommend therapy for everybody. Yeah. That's what did it for me. I, Listen, I went to therapy and I talked to my therapist about the whole situation with my mother and she got on me at one point. She's the one that's like, so not saying like you said, you need to hurry up, but are you going to hold this over her head forever? And I'm like, no, should I not? <laughs> like, I didn't know, but it, I mean, therapy was it. That's what got me out of it. That's a lesson. Therapy stopped me being, from being so angry. I'm so and so mean. You were mean? I was angry and mean all the time. Why do you oh. think? Like, didn't I always? Did, we had, like, the same response to this stuff because so was I. Yeah, I was yeah, I was angry and mean. Like, that's why, that's why, like, if you think about the dynamic of our family gatherings now. Yeah. We don't do no argument. And we I think, chilling. And I think some of that was me. Like, my energy. Talking I about. was just so angry and so mad and yeah. so everything. But... I couldn't recognize it enough to be able to say, this is what's wrong. This yeah. is what's going yeah. on. And you know, when you grow up and you don't feel like you belong at all, like you look around and you like, okay. <laughs> Not okay. Who are these people? <laughs> and where did I come from? Girl, I, girl, you, I, you know, I used to say all the time, I'm pretty sure y'all grabbed the wrong baby. <laughs> you had to Listen, grab the wrong baby. I thought baby. I was an alien or something. You. Because like, I came from this perfect family and uh, I'm the only one that's so far out of left field that it's like, are you sure you are part of this family? Girl, y'all had me thinking for real that y'all grabbed the wrong child. Listen, it wasn't until I started finding out of the, the family secrets and the family scandals. I'm just like, oh, wow, y'all crazy. That I was like, oh, okay, these people really are normal. Chill. <laughs> oh, I am not really crazy. No, and that's all it takes. Like a conversation will go a long way. But you know what? It's at that moment that I realized I would rather communicate with someone. I want you to talk in your microphone. I would. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like I got my mouth all over y'all stuff. It's fine. We'll disinfect it. I okay. I, I believe, and now I really believe that, like, being honest with your family members and anybody in general. Yes, people. Like, being honest and open is the only way that we overcome things and we get through things. Like, I keep saying that about this whole racial thing. You know, you, we can't be mad at white people to an extent. 
Cause you know this race, this racism, it's been passed down for generation and generation and generation. And so has our stuff. It's a part of their culture. That's what they do. Aliens. So, so, but you know, the only way to actually to actually get over that is for people to actually sit down and have tough conversations and be honest and be open. But that open and honest thing starts with yourself. Cause if you can't tell yourself, if you can't tell yourself the truth about yourself, then what? Yeah. Then you ain't gonna be able to tell nobody else the truth. Yeah. Because it wasn't until I could actually sit down and be like, you know what, Carly, you are a mess. You and this cussing on this, this podcast. I'm sorry. Listen, I may be be listening. Let the saints listen. No girl, they're going to listen regardless. I don't care. Amen. This is called church. I'm taught. Listen, mom, I don't care. It's all right. Good. Because I didn't say nothing that was too much. Uh, earlier, did you? Know? Earlier. I mean, I would just give an example that if you would have went that far, I, know. I wouldn't have took your head off your shoulders. Oh. That's all I was trying to say. That was just the point that I was making. Oh. And just now, I mean, yeah, it's communication. Let's just, let's just get it all out in the open. Yeah. And I'm glad that you and I did. I'm glad we did. And now look at us, y'all. I don't, I don't really go that long without talking to my mama. If it's been a couple days, I'm confused and concerned. So I'm either going to text her and tell her I'm coming over or I just call her. And it's beautiful to be at this point now. And it's fun now that I'm an adult. It wasn't always so fun because you were telling me what to do. But now you don't have to tell me what to do. So I love it. Yeah, at this point, I can't tell you I'm what a to grown do. woman. You are grown and you are doing things that most people your age are not don't able to do. Don't even know how to do. So like, it, at this point, it's not nothing I can say. I, you did exactly what I told you to do. You did. My mom do not be told like me. Be, be better, better than me. her. And I think I have done it. But with all of that said, mom... Thank you. You're welcome. Think of that. Oh, God. My little, you can say, no, don't say it. My little camel. Oh, She's a big camel now, and she don't have no humps anymore. I, oh, I have a hump. Okay, you know what? And that's enough. So thank you so, so much for tuning into this episode. Please do not forget to follow us on Instagram at the Spoken For Podcast. You can still follow Howard on Instagram at Fantastic Mr. Mac. You can follow me on all the socials at The Unapologetic She. I'm not going to put my mama's stuff out there because y'all not going to be harassing her about nothing. That and I'm I'm just anti-social anyway. Okay, I wasn't going to put your stuff out there anyway. Yuck. It don't matter, Carly Alexis. Oh, Facebook. God. All right. Dollface8781 Instagram. <laughs> she's, so, she's such a mess. All right, y'all. Peace out. Holla at your girl.